Sunday, July the 10th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Great. Thanks, uh, Liam, very much. Good morning, everybody. My name's Simon, if you don't know. It's a pleasure to lead the team uh, here. And this morning, we're going to uh, listen to God's Word uh, together. One of the tools that we have best discovered to help us feed on God's Word is what we call uh, soap. Uh Thanks, Chris, very much. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. It's a very simple but effective journey of allowing God's Word to speak to us personally, individually, and also to speak to us together. One of the great things about soap is that we hear from God for ourselves And when we share it, it blesses and encourages and stimulates one another. So it's a deliberate uh, decision for uh, us as a church community to develop this tool called SOAP that we might in our ordinary everyday lives become more and more confident about hearing God speak. There was a reformation a few hundred years ago, which was a rediscovery of uh, the Bible and uh, the the discovery that the Bible shouldn't be uh, kind of in Latin and all tied up in kind of uh, with religious people, but the, the word of God should be released into the hands of Christians just like you and just like me. And soap is a way of helping us do that uh, together. So you really do need a Bible in front of you. Uh, it could be on your phone. That's absolutely fine. It could be just uh, uh, out the door. There's a whole uh, uh, pile of pew bubbles. There's some on the window sills, just on the right hand side and on the left hand side over there if you need it. So you will need to, to have it and that will uh, be helpful. So, soap, scripture, observation, application, prayer. Scripture is, we read the text. Well, we've done that. And, and in a sense, we're going to, we're going to do that again. But what I'm going to try and do as we read the text again is to ask lots of questions about the text to demonstrate, if you like, to show you how you can go about reading the Bible using soap. And and as you read the text, we are making observations about it. We are making observations about it in order to help us draw out what it might be trying to say to us. 
And the end of this journey of observation is to be looking perhaps for the one thing. I mean, there might be several things, but it's hard to deal with several things at once. So we're looking for the one thing that particularly speaks to us today. There might be other things you want to make a note of and look at later on, but we're looking perhaps for the one thing this morning that stands out for you in God's Word, and then we want to take that one thing that stands out in God's Word and to ask ourselves the all-important question, so what? What does that mean for me? If that's what God is saying in His Word, what does that mean for me. It's easy for it to become simply a, 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 a kind of education exercise in a knowledge sense. I've, I've understood something from God's word, but it's the next bit, the application that's so important. If that's what God is saying today, what does that mean for me? How do I put that into practice? Jesus told a story, didn't he, about um, wise and foolish builders. Both builders heard what God had to say. And that's where the, the, the challenge comes, isn't it? It's not that one builder heard what God was to say and the other didn't. Both builders, those that built on rock and those that built on sand, both heard what God had to say. But it says one of them did something about it. And that was the person that built their life on uh, the rock. Uh, and then at the at the end of that application peace when we we've heard from God and we we sense what it is we need to do then the final bit of soap the p is that we create a short prayer that helps us to um put it into practice in our lives and pray for one an- another so i'm going to uh, articulate if you like uh the observation uh bit and uh, we can have some moments just thinking about it ourselves. And then as we share one with another, there's some paper and pens if you want to write. We can have conversation in a minute together. If you really don't want to have conversation, that's absolutely fine. You can uh, be in your own space. But the richness of the conversation, uh, as it sparks one another, and we realize that God's word is alive and active and speaks to us in so many different ways. Uh, Evan, Kerry and I have just spent a week on a boat, and so we're all still rocking back and forth. So I'm going to sit down rather than fall down, uh, because that would be awkward if we did uh, that. Great. So we're in Hebrews chapter 13 that we've had read to us, and uh, we're starting at verse 1. And I just want to prompt you to think about the way that you might be asking questions of the text. Keep on loving. Where might you have stopped loving? Keep on loving as one another, as brothers and sisters. Keep on loving one another as family. Who, who, who is God inviting you to be family with? And it's not just that you're close, those that you're close to. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. How hospitable are you? In your home, in your workplace. How hospitable are you at the checkout? How hospitable are you at the canteen? How hospitable are you in the street? Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels 
without knowing it. When we are hospitable to people, we have no idea really the backstory, who it is. We can be being hospitable even to angels themselves. A reminder that we treat everybody as precious in that song that we sang uh, some moments ago. If if uh, I forget the exact quote of the line, but if if Jesus died for them, then I'm going to love them, basically. And that so will I song is a great, uh, a great phrase. Continue to remember those in prison. Remember them as if you were together with them in prison. What, what does that mean? What, what would it feel like to remember them as if you are one of them? And those who are ill-treated as if you yourselves were suffering. Now remember the context of Hebrews. It was written to people that were under pressure because of their faith. So people are in prison because of their faith. Continue to remember those in prison because of their faith. As if you were with them in prison. Marriage should be honored by all. Are you honoring your marriage if you're in one? Are you honoring marriages around you, if you are not married yourself. And the marriage bed kept pure. What, what, does, it, what does it mean to, to live pure in thought and in deed? For God will judge the adulterer, the unfaithful, and all the sexually immoral. Is there a challenge in the dark recesses of our hearts in those phrases there? Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. How content are you today? How strong is that thought or feeling if only there was a little bit more? Keep your lives free from the love of money. Is, is enough enough? Why? Because God has said, he's the one we trust. We trust the provider, not the provision. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Do we believe that today? Do we know that in our spirits that God never leaves us or forsakes us? And so I can be content with what I have. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Where where is fear lurking today? The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me if my trust is in God himself? What can mere human beings do to me? The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. So remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Maybe there are some leaders from a long time ago that you're remembering. Leaders maybe that are long gone on to glory. Leaders that maybe are still alive. Remember your leaders. Give thanks to God for them. Maybe there are some people that are filling your hearts and minds now that you want to be grateful for and thankful to. Maybe that gratefulness and thankfulness will lead to some kind of action in your application today if that's where God is speaking 
to you in these moments. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Who is it that you are following? Who are the Christian examples that bring you alive? That you're remembering their ways and you're doing something to imitate them. Who is it that you are imitating and following? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Where is your trust today? In the Jesus who is the same yesterday, today and forever. So, do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Have I caught my life up in things that no longer align to the truth. Spirit of God, help me see where I've got captivated by a thought or an idea or a teaching that's strange. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace. Not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. In other words, do not do a lot of external things in the hope that that will give you what you need. Instead, it's good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace. God's grace. God's love that is without limits to be at work in our lives. And so we go down to verse 20. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant, brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you. Where do you need equipping this week for everything good for doing his will? What is the good that God has for you this week? There are already plans in God's heart for you to do good this week. How do you need to be equipped? And what is the good that God is asking you to do this week? And may he work in us what is pleasing to him. What is the work? that he longs to do in us, which will please him and bless others. Brothers and sisters, I urge you to bear with my word of exhortation, for in fact I have written to you quite briefly. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released. Who are you giving thanks for today? As Paul was giving thanks to, uh, as the writer here, sorry, was giving thanks to Timothy, who, who are you giving thanks for today? Who are you looking forward to seeing, to embracing, to sharing the the goodness of God with over these coming days? And greet all your leaders and all the Lord's people. And those from Italy, that's not a holiday destination, although it might be. Send their greetings. Grace, grace, grace of God be with you. So just be quiet for a moment. Where is the Holy Spirit just awakening a truth in all of those verses? Just one, one thing that's being awakened for you this morning.
What might it be? Let's be quiet for a moment. Why don't you just for a moment, just uh, n- nothing more, just share the verse or the phrase that is standing out to you with the people around you. Don't have to go into any detail about it. Just, just highlight what that what that is to to, to people sitting sitting around you.
Okay, so hospitality to strangers. Free from the love of money. Great. What about this table? Someone from this table? Don't be carried away by all kinds of... You're telling By strange teachings. What about the table at the back? Any, any, anyone at the back here? Okay. Keep on loving. What about over this side? Loving each other, entertaining strangers. Strange doctrines, strange teachings, we've had out that as well. Yeah, strangers prisoners of money. Strangers not just of people, but <laughs> say people in the queue or people mm-hmm. that we ask for. Prisoners not just prisoners in a prison, but mm-hmm. prisoners of things like addiction mm-hmm. and money can be a prison itself. Great. Any anyone with a verse that we haven't mentioned yet? What about this table here? Yeah, so a few, a few on this table about imitating your leaders. Who is it that you're looking up to? Who is like the, the living model of, uh, of the Jesus life that you're, uh, aspiring to? So, what? So, what? What's the application now that comes out of where we feel that God's getting our attention? So what is God saying and what am I going to do uh, about it are those key application uh, questions, aren't they? And that's what we need to press into for a moment. So let's just be quiet again and allow God's Holy Spirit to settle on us. If we grabbed hold of, of a verse, a truth, somewhere where God's trying to get our attention, so what? What is that requiring of me? How do I step into that? Is it a thought change? Is it an action? What What do I need to do if that's what God is getting my attention about? Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to take the truth of God's word and to to knead it, just like yeast in a dough, to knead it into our lies this morning. Let's be quiet for a few moments. I'd encourage you to try and just write it down, pen and paper in front of you if you want it, or write it on your phone, because writing it down kind of makes it succinct. It stops it being kind of a, a kind of nebulous idea, a vague thing in our heads to something a bit more specific. So try and write down what you sense the application for you is. What is God asking of you 
in response to where he's caught your attention uh, this morning. Let's remain quiet for a moment as we just try and do that. So if, for example, we're drawn to, we'll just take the first verse because it's an obvious example, keep on loving one another. That's a, a very general uh, general thing, general kind of phrase. So who, who is it that God's asking me to particularly love this week? And how will I do that? How will I particularly love that person this week? And so let's try and make it as specific as we as we possibly can. Why don't you be brave and try and turn that into um, into conversation with each other? Just share very simply what you sense God is saying to you in these moments, uh, and I tell you why because it will it will root it deeper into you and it will super encourage somebody else. That's just the way it works. It's just the way we're built for community. Try and turn that into a conversation now.
Great. Uh, what, what would be, this is harder and, and, uh, but it would be lovely to hear a few applications that people are, because that encourages everybody else. I'm taking God's word and I'm putting it into my life and I'm doing something uh, about it. So who feels able to share, um, uh, uh, where they've got to with their application in an appropriate way? I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's on Jonathan. Hello. Um, mine was first eight. So Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Um, and I listened to a podcast this week, which talks about um, after kind of things happen that you don't expect or um, life doesn't kind of go the way you want it to. Asking the question, "Who is Jesus now?" Um, and that kind of truth that obviously he's the same Jesus the whole way through. Um, So to ask myself some questions of, are there any lies that I'm believing about who Jesus is? And then if so, are there any lies that I'm believing about how I need to relate to Jesus if my image of him has been skewed? So just to spend time doing that. Very helpful. And that's a similar thing to some of the conversations we've been having about um, uh, uh, who is Jesus now? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what's the lie that I've begun to believe that I need to replace with the, the truth, a really important part of our discipleship journey? Experiences, situations, causes us to lean into something that isn't true about Jesus, and we need to capture that lie and replace it again with the, with the truth. Somebody else. Uh, the verses that I really uh, spoke to me this morning was, uh, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. The Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. And over the last year, I've really struggled with anxiety and um, believing that God is for me. And, sorry, I need to read these words daily so that they become embedded in me and when anxiety starts to nibble at the edges, to rest in these words and really believe that God is for me. And to go back to Psalm 23, which was the psalm that really brought me to faith in God, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And, you know, to to go back to that. Specification in that, to read those verses daily, Helen, isn't it? It comes, comes out of that, replacing the... Uh, the lie with the with the truth. So, somebody else. Uh, for me, it's um, been about uh, remembering people in prison and. That's sort of almost like a, a change in, in the way um, that I pray. Uh, that feeling of just imagining you were in prison alongside them and suffering what they're suffering. And um, I just felt that that's going to, to for me, 
lead to a deeper prayer, a deeper level of prayer. Um, so, yeah, thank the Lord for that. Sense of solidarity and empathy with people in those situations. I didn't know that Chris had the same verse as me, but I find that interesting because it's that feeling that I can't go into prison anymore. I don't feel called to go into the prisons anymore like I did when I was young. And I don't feel the same energy that I used to have to do those sort of things. But now I know that it's okay just to pray. And the prayer is powerful. Great. Thanks for that encouragement. Super. One more? time to do this as a small group but mine was don't forget to show hospitality to strangers and I, and I you know it followed on from loving one another as brothers and sisters and in in a world of smaller communities which uh, really love to share hospitality and to befriend and be very relational together it seemed to me the Holy Spirit was saying it's vitally important that there's an open door that they don't become a clique in themselves, that they don't become a, a circle that looks inwards. Um, but by opening ourselves up to those who are, if you like, strangers to our own networks, um, we'll find some really nice surprises and a possible angel or two thrown in. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Thanks, Alan, ever so much. As uh, uh, perhaps Simone and Becky come ready to, to lead us, so let's be quiet and, and capture the prayer. What's the, what's the prayer that I now need to pray around the application that I'm making? What's the prayer? Very simple prayer. Lord, help me to. Lord, I invite you. Lord, uh, enter my mind, enter my heart. Lord, give me the strength to. What, what, what is the prayer that captures what it is we sense God is saying. Let's just do that quietly just for a moment. What is the prayer? What is that prayer? 